0: Today, we will be discussing The Legend of Korra, Season 3, Episode 2, titled Rebirth. This is another great episode. Like, just like the premiere, this is an episode where, if you really look at it, there's not a whole lot going on. But what is happening is so fun. And has so many layers to it. And it's just so infectiously entertaining. That I just love everything about it. It's all so freaking good. Uh, So, there's two sort of segments of this episode. Two columns the events of this episode break down into. uh, The airbending column and the Sahir column. Uh, We'll talk about the airbending stuff first. Uh, So we get this opening sequence where Team Avatar is prepping to go around the Earth Kingdom, uh, finding new airbenders. Uh, (laughs) And I especially... I really love everything about this opening sequence, but I especially love Mako showing up and not wanting to go on this journey because things are still awkward with Korra and Asami. And and it kind of continues this this, like, turning melodrama into a punchline that I love about this third season. Like, Mako goes up, continues to act like an idiot, and is like, oh, I got these maps that you, the Avatar, uh, ordered me to get, so I have done as you asked, Avatar Korra. Yes, the Avatar thanks you for your loyal service. <laughs> and Korra's and both Korra and Bolin are like, Hey, idiot. Stop being weird. Just go on this journey with us. Get on the damn airship, you moron. Uh, meanwhile, Iki and Milo are letting the responsibility of teaching airbenders who come to Air Temple Island go... Right to their heads. <laughs> uh, Kaya is... Stepping into the anti-roll of like, oh, I'm going to take care of the baby while Tenzin's gone. And then it throws up on her immediately. (laughs) (laughs) This whole opening sequence is so good. Uh, So they get into the airship and they start their wonderful journey of finding airbenders all around the Earth Kingdom. To join the air nation and become an air nomad and... Take up the ways of the app, and, uh... And it fails. It it fails miserably. Like, no one, not a single person... That Tenzin and Korra approach... Is into this whole Air Nomad lifestyle. Like, the first person they go to, they have a dinner with... And get into this whole argument with him of, like... Hey, it is your responsibility to build out this nation... And the dude being like, no, I have a farm, I have a family, my life is here, I am not going with you to adopt some nomadic lifestyle that has never been relevant to me. And this continues, like, you get this brilliant, absolutely hilarious montage where Tenzin keeps giving his pitch and has the door literally slammed in his face over and over and over and over and over and over and over, over, giving increasingly stupid pitches of, like, (laughs) going up to a guy with, like, a leg of chicken and saying... Oh, we have a vegetarian diet. Door slammed in the face. <laughs> a bison will be your best friend. Door slammed in the face. Like it's just it, your son when he becomes a master will get tattoos on his head like me. Door slammed in face. You can, you get to shave your head. Slammed in face, etc., etc., etc. Like just. Failure after failure after failure after failure after failure. And. Honestly like as hilarious as this is. As funny as this is. This kind of goes into. The theme we talked about in that first episode. Of how modern society. How a modern day individual. Reacts to such a fundamental change. Whereas last episode, we were talking about spirits in Republic City, now we're talking about one day you're a non-bender, the next day you're an airbender, and someone shows up on your doorstep saying, hey, you're part of this long-standing culture that you have to uphold, you have to go to the Northern Air Temple with me and train as an airbender and preserve the Air Nomad legacy, but you never asked for that. The vast majority of these people that are now an airbender never asked to be an airbender, never asked to live this nomadic lifestyle, and has never had any connection to the air nomads. There's never been any lineage from air nomads. There's never been any responsibility to the air nomads. It'd be like... Going up to an umpteenth generation American and being like, Hey, your family actually originated from, I don't know, Australia. So now you have to go to Australia and uphold Australian culture. No! I'm not going away from the comforts of my life, from the comforts of my life in America. I'm not gonna give up everything I've held dear just because you say... Just because you give some arbitrary pitch of you're connected to this culture that has nothing to do with me. I'm staying here. I got no responsibility to that other thing. Just because I got Australian blood in me doesn't mean I need to leave my comfortable homeland of America and give up my American lifestyle for an Australian one. This is a really piss poor example, but you get what I mean. Like, no, I'm living a comfortable, like, farming life. I'm living a comfortable life in the Earth Kingdom. There's nothing saying I have to adopt this nomadic lifestyle. There's nothing saying that I have to adopt the Air Nation lifestyle just because some universal gobbledygook just decided, hey, you're an airbender now. It's it's so... Fantastic. It really is. It's such amazing commentary on how... A person with such ingra- an ingrained lifestyle... Such a foothold in... A certain life... Can... Viet- can... 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 Viet- v- 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 <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Can just intensely deny a change such as this. Uh, I especially love, by the way, the scene with Ryu. This lazy 22-year-old living in his mother's basement who doesn't want to do anything with his life. <laughs> and Cora and Ryu just get into this big argument as his mother's like, Please leave! Get out of my house! This is a huge opportunity for you. Get out of my house. <laughs> well, I'm the Avatar, so I have a responsibility to protect the world. No, you don't. Well, if I abandon my duties and the world falls into chaos, I- is that is that what you want? Maybe. <laughs> Just being so aggressive. Korra's taking on her tough love quote-unquote approach to such a hilarious degree. (laughs) Bouncing off someone who clearly doesn't care about anything. (laughs) It's so good. And then freaking Bolin goes on to his approach of razzle-dazzle and putting on this airbending show. Where Tenzin is doing, like, taking his shirt off and doing air scooter ring stuff. Uh, core. By the way, Tenzin is buff as all hell. You wouldn't guess it. But he takes off his shirt and he is buff as shit. Tenzin works out, apparently. But that happens. Korra has to do this staged fight with Mako. (laughs) And Mako's clearly having none of it. I am the escaped firebender. (sighs) Doing this staged fight with Korra. Which is very reminiscent of the original series episode Imprisoned. Did anyone get that vibe? Did anyone else, like, pick up on that parallel? Like, remember with the earth-bending style, it's very much in that vein. <laughs> and that type of bit is still hilarious. <laughs> Korra just locks Mako in this air vortex and is just bouncing him up and down. Mako's like, Korra, this isn't what we rehearsed. <laughs> Korra and Sami just... Laughing about it, continuing that melodrama turned into punchline deal. Like they're literally they're literally like taking out <laughs> like they're taking their vengeance, quote unquote, on Mako in this moment. They're just like, hey, uh Mako broke up with both of us. Now he's being weird about it. Let's screw with him. <laughs> And it's so good. Jenora <laughs> uh, does some glider tricks and all that. And then this results in our first airbending recruit, Kai. Who has this magnificent introduction. Where he shows up, gives this sob story about how he was orphaned by outlaws. Blah, blah, blah. Sneaks onto the airship. And uh, ends up pitting Korra against the sheriff of this village. (laughs) Because Kai is a thief. Who apparently they've been tracking for months. And they are very eager to put in prison. And by the way, Mako called this immediately. Like... Mako comes back with Kai and is like, yeah, I knew this the whole time. Here he is. He has a bag of gold. He lied to all of us. He tried to escape. Here you go. Cop sensibilities taking over. And then, as they're taking Kai away, Korra's like, hey, why not, like, just take him anyway? Why don't we take this guy and give him some guidance? Why don't we take this kid, take him under our wing, give us an airbending student, and we can put him on the right bat uh, on the right path. I almost said on the right bath. We could put him on the right path. <laughs> we can give him the just the right soap. <laughs> It'll be perfect. No, we can put him on the right path. Like, right now, he's on this, like, dark road of lying and stealing. But we can pluck him out of that and give him this better sense of belonging. Give him this better life. Have him clean up his act with airbending. So Korra gives him the chance. They take Kai in. Janora immediately starts flirting with him, because, of course, it's such a well-done end to this series of failures, this series of hilarious, hilarious failures. You don't have to worry about your worldly possessions anymore, because you won't have any, slams the door in his face. <laughs> And then there's Zaheer. Now, the whole Zaheer storyline in this episode basically becomes a series of prison breaks. He just goes around, breaking his crew out of prison. Uh, He breaks out that lava bender, which, oh my god. By the way, I don't remember any of the names of Zaheer's people, so I'm just gonna call them by what their special skills are. So, there's a Lava Bender. And he breaks that dude out in an awesome way. Then there's the Water Tentacle Lady. And they break her out in an awesome way. And by the way, they have the best debuts imaginable. Like, once Zaheer gives them the tools they need to... Get out of prison. To break themselves out. Like, they... Own these White Lotus Guards in the best possible way. These prison break sequences are awesome. And, of course, we have one more person. There's one more person left to complete this four-person squadron. And so we get our ending with the return of Zuko. Zuko returns, rips into the White Lotus Guards, like, how could you let this happen? And basically is like, these are like the most powerful benders ever. Alone, they could take out any bender. Together, they can take out the world. And now their leader is an airbender? What? And Zuko has this moment of, eh, shut up. I know exactly where they're going. Protect the Avatar. I'm gonna fly off on a dragon now. Bye! I cannot think of a more badass way to bring back Zuko than to have him rip into a White Lotus Guard, bark orders of, hey, idiot, protect the Avatar, say, oh, I know where these unpredictable terrorists are going. And then fly off on a dragon. It's such a cool way to reintroduce, like, the greatest character ever in anything. One of the greatest characters in narrative history. Uh, And then the episode ends. I love everything about this season. I love it so much. Like, this entire Air Nomad uh, Air Nation Restoration story in particular. And what they're doing with Sahir. It's so good. God, I can't wait to get deeper into this. Uh, if you like this, favorite with the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, You can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing, or not tomorrow, on Monday, we will be discussing The Legend of Korra Season 3, Episode 3. Talk to you then.